In this episode, Dr. Rob and Corey Davis talk about anxiety and depression supplements and are they really worthwhile? And that, yeah. that question haunted me. Like, what is off? I just kept saying that like every day, like I know something's off. And um, that obsession basically led me to, you know, find alternative ways, right? And ultimately yeah. um, a health food store and I do got to try every supplement in the store and see what So happens. that's what I was going to ask you about. So what supplements have you tried and, and what was sort of your feeling? Oh my God. I mean, I've tried most everything under the sun. And so I can wrap it up like this. Like if somebody's going to take an amino acid based therapy for depression or for anxiety relief, uh, you're going to get temporary benefits. It's going to be a really nice, like, look at that, like your antidepressant drug. Almost. Yeah. These, these are synthetic amino acids. They're not natural. Most of them, unless they come from human hair or, or uh, bristles or yeah, what is it? Hogs bristles. What's another natural source for amino acids? Another one is um, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, they come from, oh, duck's feathers. So you don't necessarily want to take amino acids, single synthetic or synthetically processed amino acids long-term. Right. I they agree. don't really fix the problem, right, Rob? They just like kind of, they feel just like an antidepressant drug makes more serotonin happen in the gap. Almost like right. these amino acids do a similar thing. They just artificially put more stuff in your metabolism than ought be when your body should be finding a way to take the protein from your diet and then put it there itself. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, um, and then I took a bunch of um, like, there's the dopamine, right? Maybe I thought I had a dopamine issue and um, it wasn't now. And then, yeah, it would give me some kind of temporary feeling of difference, but you know, it wouldn't last long term because it was just another symptom management. Wasn't tool. getting to the root of the problem. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't getting to the, root no. of the problem. So I spent so much time in that symptom realm and I took like NADH and yeah. uh, CoQ10, um, which, which CoQ10 was like a phenomenal shift. It, it was strange. Like I really, for about a month, I felt so calm and just better. Well, I'm, from that, that one, from the ATP standpoint, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. You know, to actually get that energy metabolism, CoQ10 being like one of the final steps mm -hmm. where you use the, um, those hydrogen molecules, like to pump out ATP, CoQ10 could be a really good one for that. Yeah. Same with NADH. That's an interesting one. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a, a metabolite from ATB conversion that your body needs as fuel. Absolutely. Yeah. And it really worked for a while. Mm -hmm. um, SANE, I was a huge fan of that for a while. It felt really well, really nice to be on SANE. Um, and this is um, methionine, basically, that's been stabilized into a form that's uh, kind of converted metabolically for all those who haven't taken it or have thought of using SAME. It's, it's a powerful antidepressant anti-anxiety function. It also helps your joints because it's got a lot of methyl, yeah. methyl donors in it, right? And, um, but if you're bipolar, it actually can make you go through manic episodes. You have to really be careful using that. Um, and also the way they stabilize it is incredibly chemically problematic. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the closest thing in natural health to a, pharmaceutical drug that I've inter interacted with. Yeah. Yeah. It nasty. is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Through the St. John's war. St. John's war. Did yeah. that for a while. Like felt a little bit of a lift, but it wasn't again, really like hitting the symptom management. Yeah. Like it's amazing how much I've, mm -hmm. I've discovered that um, actually magnesium, you know, magnesium, zinc, D3, uh, sometimes yeah. taking multivitamin when I'm just not eating super red. Those things were more corrective when used long-term than any of these temporary beneficial elements like herbal controls or, yeah. 
or um, amino acid controls ever, ever were, you know, in that long run. I think that, so that's a really good point because that's where those supplements, mind you, they're not, some of them really aren't like sort of textbook recommendations, but let's Mm -hmm. say for Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, chronic disease, like that whole, that kind of like envelope there uh, where obviously depression can really unfold pain. uh, Did you have, did you have, is fibromyalgia, those fibromyalgia-ish kind of a scene part of what you experienced or no? No, fortunately not. I mean, I did yeah. have all the joint pains because, of course, Lyme uh, affects your joints massively through its own kind of toxic outputs, but also it eats yeah. that collagen, right? But other than that, no, I didn't have the, the typical fibromyalgia or the, you know, the pain components. Lucky, yeah. In that sense. I know, I was very fortunate, yeah. Yeah, but it's funny, those supplements you mentioned kind of are more supporting the immune response, not so much like the way St. John's work works to sort of elevate you up. It's sort of, it's completely different. So it's not surprising now looking back why it didn't really work as well for you. Yeah. But yeah.